Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. Jeremy Kalmanowski with you. Learning Tractate Yoma, page 70, or page Ayin. So much of the tractate that we've learned in Yoma is specific to the ancient Beit HaMikdash and has really only the most tangential connection to the way we practice Judaism nowadays. Our page today actually has some interesting material that is relevant to contemporary halakha and liturgy. The Mishnah, back about a page and a half ago, listed the things that the Kohen Gadol would do toward the afternoon on the day, and he would he would read a portion of the Torah. He would then roll it up and say, I've got more to say here than can be written, and he would recite another part of the uh, Torah uh, verbally, uh, by heart, as opposed to reading it. And then he would bless eight blessings. And our, Mish- and our Mishnah here on 68, 68b, actually goes on to list nine blessings. Uh, all of the medieval, or almost all of the medieval commentators delete one of those phrases. I'll read them, I'll read them to you now. Mivarecha leha shmona brachot, he would bless eight blessings. Al ha-Torah, he would say a blessing for the Torah. Al ha-Avodah, a blessing for the sacrifices that they be accepted. Al ha-Hoda'ah, gesture of thanksgiving. Al mechilat ha-Avon, a request for a forgiveness of sin. Al ha-Mikdash, a blessing for the temple, Al Yisrael, for the Jewish people, Al Yerushalayim, for Jerusalem, Al HaKohanim, for the priests, the Al Shar HaTfilah, and then the rest of the Tfilah. If you counted that with nine, the blessing for Jerusalem is missing from, from pretty much uh, the uh, most authentic witnesses to this text. So, as, as the commentators on the side of the page say, it should be deleted, and in fact, uh, Almost all the medievals don't have it. So our page here on 70 at the top of Amur Aleph is, is dealing with the reading of the Torah. And they, first of all, that the Kohen Gadol would do, he would read Parshat uh, Acharemot, Leviticus 16, detailing the temple sacrifice for Yom Kippur, which we still do. Then the Mishnah says he would read from uh, Parshat Emor, what is now what is now Parshat Emor, Leviticus 23, which we no longer read. Uh, and then it says he would roll up the Torah and recite orally the passage from Parshat Pinchas, uh, Numbers chapter 28-29, uh, which we do as part of our Musaf reading. So the Gemara now on Ayin Amud Aleph says, the Kolkach Lama, why does he roll up the, the scroll and hold it to his chest and say, there's more in this Torah than I can read to you right now? Uh, and then go on and recite it be'alpeh, go on and recite it from memory. Torah comes the answer in the Talmud. He would assert when uh, when he rolled it up that there is more in the Torah than I can read to you now. He would he would make that little statement so that people would know that it wasn't that he wasn't reciting it from memory because this particular Sefer Torah, this particular Torah scroll was defective. This is a perfectly good Torah. I'm just rolling it up. And, and saying it to you from memory. 
Well, then the Talmud goes on. Uh, why do you, if you're worried about people fearing that the scroll is defective, just roll the scroll to the next place. Amai, why do you have to say all that? Niglo v'nikre. Roll the roll the passage from Leviticus to Numbers, and then you can read it from the scroll. Amar Huna de Rav Yehoshua, Amar Rav Sheshet. Those those fellows said in the name of Rav Sheshet, Lefisha ein gololin sefer Torah batzibor mifnei kvod hatzibor. Because one shouldn't roll up the scroll in public because it impugns the honor of the congregation. One shouldn't roll from place A to place B because it impugns the honor of the congregation. How? Because it takes a long time. It takes a long time. Everybody has to sit there and wait. And that is a practice in modern, in modern synagogues. That's why on given Shabbatot we bring out two Torah scrolls. There's a special maftir aliyah or something like that. So as not to uh, waste the congregation's time. Okay, the Talmud says, if that's the problem, so bring out a separate scroll that is already read, rolled to, to numbers, and that's in fact what we do now. If you do that, people will think that the first scroll was, you will solve nothing, because they'll think that the first scroll was even more defective. Because Rachel Akish says you don't bring out that second scroll because it would force the reader, the Kohen Gadol, to say an unnecessary bracha. Uh, one one person deserved one bracha, and if you bring out a, a second scroll, you'll have to have him recite a new blessing and, and do it all over again. Nowadays, we don't think that that's sort of ugly, but they felt that that was like taking God's name in vain to say a, to say an unnecessary bracha. Um, the Talmud goes on and says, Umi lipigama. Are we so worried that people will think that the Sefer Torah is is uh, defective? The Hamar Rabbi Yitzchak Napcha, the Rabbi Yitzchak Napcha, Yitzchak the blacksmith said, Rosh Chodesh Tevet Shechaliot B'Shabbat Mevi'im Shalosh Torot. And Rabbi Yitzchak Napcha, the Yitzchak the blacksmith says, on Rosh Chodesh Tevet, which falls on Shabbat, that is to say the Rosh Chodesh that falls during Hanukkah, if it were to come out on Shabbat, Mevi'in Shalosh Torot. We bring out three Torah scrolls, which is exactly what we do to this very day. Korin Achat Be'inyan Oshel Yom. You read the weekly parsha out of one. Ve'achat Shel Rosh Chodesh. And one the sacrifices for Rosh Chodesh. Ve'achat Shel Chanukah. And one for Chanukah. And that's exactly what we do nowadays. And why isn't that uh, an impugning of, this, of the scroll or bringing in an unnecessary bracha? The answer is Tlata Gavre Betlata Sifre Leka Pigama. Three different people reading out of three scrolls, nobody would say that there was something defective about one. Chad Gavre Betray Sifre Ika Pigama. But if there are two people reading, if there's, if there's one person reading out of two scrolls, people will think that there was something wrong with the first one. Uh, so that's why nowadays we try to bring out a second scroll if, uh, if, if, um, uh, we have to read from multiple different places, and why you call a separate person to have the aliyah for each of those for each of those blessings. The liturgy portion goes on, and it says all of those blessings that the Kohen was supposed to say. And according to our Talmud and the, the medieval commentators, we say those very same blessings today in different contexts. Al HaTorah, the person would bless as we as Talmud says, as we bless in the Beit Knesset for the post Torah blessing. Something like our blessing, let's say, in the Amidah. 
al-hahoda'ah, something like our blessing for modimanach nulach, al-michilat avon, something like our blessing for Yom Kippur, uh, and then blessings for the mikdash, for the, for the maintenance of the Beit HaMikdash, for the kohanim, the people who serve, and blessing upon the people of Israel, and then concluding the rest of the blessing with Shomea Tefillah, Baruch Hashem Shomea Tefillah, exactly as we say today. And then the Talmud says that the day concluded as each person brought his own, presumably not her own, but his own Sefer Torah from home to show everybody the beautiful scroll, the beautiful cloth, the beautiful um, parchment, the beautiful ink, and the beautiful penmanship to fulfill the practice of having Hidur Mitzvah the beautification of mitzvah, the, the aesthetic dimension in the ritual. All right, thanks for learning today's page with me, and I look forward to learning with you again tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.